1: Odds movement at the top of some position groups, the NFC West win totals as we close the chapter on the on the win total series here, at least the pre-draft version of it, and then takes on takes from you, the listeners. Jamie, how are you today, my friend? I'm sure you've got 50,000 bets since the last time I spoke to you.
0: I do have some new bets since the last time we talked, um, and I think we can get into that in a little bit, but I, I think there's also been some significant market movement since the last time we chatted as well. Uh, that I think will be really interesting to get into for everybody, and then I know we're finishing up our our final division here uh, of over unders for season totals. But uh, man, I can't believe we're we're now a week away from the draft.
1: Yeah, it's it's, just- it's crazy. There's there's so much that goes into to covering these cycles for us, and you know we take a little bit of time to kind of decompress from it all in the summertime, and then we kick up. You know, we we, we push the pedal to the metal to start for the next cycle right And so we get that time to decompress but the moment you start working on the next cycle it just feels like you just go like it just feels like we are just yeah going the entire time so it's weird to sit here and be like wow all this work that we've been doing for the last I don't know nine plus months or so is about to you know be solved the puzzle's going to be put together
0: well and, and you know and, and you, you sit back and you look at you know, all the names and all the players that we've become familiar with, either from stick outing them, from talking to them in person, from coming, going to various events, whether it was the senior bowl, whether it was uh, the combine, uh, any of these other offseason activities that we've seen, like QB retreat and others. It's so funny because there there's this giant buildup to a week from tonight. And then there's kind of, and then actually you have that three day sprint. I mean, sprint. Uh, yeah. Particularly after night one, uh, the night one feels like a leisurely stroll, pace wise, <laughs> considering what days two and days three end up being. Particularly when you have that quick turnaround to start. Uh, if you're on the west coast, the morning start uh, for day three, but it's like all these names you've been you've been thinking about, and you've been and trust me, as anyone that's listening to the show knows, have been galaxy braining scenarios of where they could go, who could trade for them, where could they fall, what's their upside. And then you wake up on Sunday and you start thinking about Fushanu and Joe Ault and Drake May and Caleb Williams. Marvin Harrison Jr. Is it Sunday? Go, wow. I,
1: I take a couple days. I take a day or no, two before I start. No, the
0: draft network, no, the draft network.com. The, the, the moment.
1: No, no, I know what we're going to have. I know that the, the way not, too early mock moment, draft will exist. The moment the draft is Way too over. early
0: mock draft and a way too early top 50 big board for next year. So uh, I, we will not be obviously delving into the film yet on some of those guys. Some of them we have, obviously guys like uh, Olufusanu, who we thought might come out this year. We've, we've looked at, um, but it's it becomes a very interesting scenario where you have all of these hundreds and hundreds of names that you that you've studied, and then you you wake up the the morning after the the day three of the draft and you've got hundreds and hundreds of more new names you have to become familiar with. And uh it's fun to kind of look back and I think one of the exercises that maybe we do, I don't know if it's we do it for this podcast or not, but looking back at the way too early mock that Joe Marino did for us last
1: year. It was some good names of, in there. He did pretty well.
0: Yeah, I, I thought there's well. a lot of good stuff in there, particularly yeah. with there's going to be some player team matches that yeah. come out of it, which is crazy considering this is again, I literally was watching him write this uh from a chair in an Airbnb in Las Vegas a couple days before the draft or the day before night one last year. So going from that uh to seeing it happen now is kind of crazy how things a lot changes, but some things don't. And, and I think we're going to get – we'll get into that as we, as we talk a little bit later. But there's a lot of market movement I really would love us to get into. Uh,
1: there you go, folks. A, a behind-the-scenes look uh, behind the curtain. The way-too-early mock draft for the following year's draft is written before we start our coverage and our content for night one. Just just to, to show you. It,
0: it's that, usually and then it it's works. touched up after night right. one because sometimes you have to you have to know where the quarterbacks go on night one before out, yes. you can really lock it in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you want to write that in advance because imagine the last thing anybody on the team wants to do after night one of the draft is sit down and write a mock draft for next year. Uh, so you have to do that you in gotta advance. You build it ahead
1: of time. You build it out ahead of time.
0: Uh, you got to build it ahead of time, and then you adjust for quarterbacks. Like you're really, you're really waiting to see, uh, you know, in this case, where everybody lands. And I think we have an idea where one quarterback's going to land, but it's way up in the air on everybody else.
1: I will use that as the segue to get us into the show, Jamie, because the first story that you would like to talk about here today, and I think it's an interesting one, uh, not that this team is potentially uh, sniffing around uh, to draft a quarterback, and not necessarily that this would be the quarterback they would select, but it's just a piece of news we haven't heard. We haven't seen these dots connected, and here we are a week out from the draft, and they're starting to exist. The Raiders' odds to be the team that selects Hendon Hooker have been moving up. Now, this makes a ton of sense when you look at it from their perspective. They signed Jimmy G to a contract that probably locks them in for two seasons. Hendon Hooker, are you really anticipating much of him in year one? No, probably not. So year two for him is probably that that quote-unquote rookie season, that redshirt rookie season. And so by the time year three rolls around, if you believe in Hendon Hooker, then you can move on from Jimmy and move to him. So the player makes sense. It, it makes sense in the context of what the Raiders have done, just not something we've seen put together um, a lot here in the lead-up to the draft.
0: Yeah, and and if you follow the Hendon Hooker odds, you've noticed for a while that Minnesota has typically been the favorite, uh, and then Seattle was usually the number two. Sometimes a co-favorite with Minnesota, sometimes slightly behind them. Detroit was always like number sitting there around number three, and then Vegas was kind of in that mix, you know, with that next group which had like the Titans, Bucks, you know, that kind of group there. And they've now jumped Seattle. They've jumped Detroit. They haven't jumped Minnesota yet. Minnesota is still the favorite to draft Hendon Hooker. And uh, I think there's another quarterback I think Minnesota would be interested in if they traded up. But if they stay put, I think this makes a lot of sense. We know that they have poked around. And we also know that they have a quarterback for this year, as do the Raiders. So I would not be surprised. I don't think he's in play for the Raiders at seven, though. Um, I, I know there's been some, not talk, but I, I know there's been some, like, uh, social media discourse about the potential for five quarterbacks to go in the top 10, I, I don't see that happening. Uh, I don't see a team in the top 10 taking Hooker at that spot now if they trade back or move back and something like that. Uh, I do expect, as we talked about on yesterday's show, Hooker to go in the first round and to be that over four and a half quarterbacks that we talked about yesterday. But uh, I, I would de- there would need to either be a trade back or a trade back into round one scenario. Um, I definitely think he would be in play if he doesn't go in round one. I mean, the Raiders pick fairly early uh, Uh on day two, and I think he would absolutely be in play. And if Hooker is still on the board after the Chiefs pick, I do think we're going to see a deal happen pretty early with one of the high second-round picks. Somebody move up to go get him. So uh, I I definitely can see some action happening on that front. But we'll uh, we'll see how this goes. But I, I thought it was interesting because it's been Minnesota and Seattle pretty much locked in at the top. Uh, of the handed hooker odds since they've been offered. And, and now the waiters have, have jumped into that, uh, that number two spot.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised Houston uh, hasn't um, found their odds higher uh, on that list. Um, considering yeah they're right considering 20 to, to one. Get- we're starting to get momentum to the idea of them not taking a quarterback at 2. You certainly don't think they would take a quarterback at 12 if they're not going to take a quarterback at 2, and they might yes, be more likely to, to to move up from their spot. I think they pick 33 um, in the second round and yes. move up from there. Yes. Either move back into the first round or be that team that takes him in the second round. So surprised that their odds aren't moving up. Listen, I, I know I know this show is basically we talk about the bets that you you make. That might be one I personally will take a flyer on if it's going to okay. stay at that 20-to-1 number.
0: 20 to 1 is is, is again in the that pizza bet that we talk about. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, I'm of the mind, I'm firmly of the mind now that Houston's not taking a quarterback at two. And just from a philosophical standpoint, I've always been of the mind that if they don't take a quarterback at two, they're not taking one at twelve. Why would you I mean, do they that? Would to take yourself? a quarterback at twelve. Take it at two. They would take one yeah. at two.
1: Take take a quarterback at two.
0: Now, somebody slips, somebody falls that they don't anticipate, and you're picking in this case, it's the second pick of the second round. Uh, I do think it gets interesting and is actually what uh, fellow colleague Justin Mello projected in his latest mock draft for the draft that he had them trading back in for the final pick of the first round, making that two spot swap with Kansas City uh, and giving up a mid round pick to do that to come back in and get Hendon Hooker. You know, maybe that's a scenario, but I also don't think uh, I don't anticipate Hendon Hooker still going to be on the board at I guess in this case, 31 is the last pick. These teams got to stop getting their picks forfeited so we can just not have to do this.
1: Well, it's just one team, right? I mean, it's just one team. It's just the Dolphins.
0: Well, right? no, well, it's, been, well, it's been the Patriots before.
1: Well, that's true. Fair enough. The AFC
0: enough. East must stop getting their hey, picks taken away. Hey,
1: easy. Easy there. Um, there are a couple of positions that have new favorites to be the first name selected off the board, one of which is the position that we're going to talk about tomorrow. So I don't want to spend too much time on the particulars of the players because we'll get into yep. this tomorrow. But let's just very quickly touch on, Jamie, the fact that there's a new favorite to be tight end one.
0: Yeah, and it's it's the new favorite, same as the old favorite, which is Michael Mayer, uh, and, and is a player that
1: time time is a circle. This goes in time circle. is a
0: flat circle, um, and this is a player that entered the process. We want to talk about the way too early mock draft last year. He was a player that had a gold star by him as the bona fide, no doubt, gonna be tight end one. No chance that he's not gonna be tight end one until he wasn't. Um, and there's been a lot of momentum for Dalton Kincaid pretty much since the combine when you know we heard some rumblings that he got a clean bill of health from the medical staff there. Uh, I do know for a fact that there is a team that is tight end needy uh, that could take one in the first round that has Dalton Kincaid as their tight end one, but there's also a lot of teams that have Michael Mayer as their tight end one. So I, I don't think this is a surprise. It's just more of we have seen a pretty steady diet of Kincaid being the odds-on favorite and, you know, Mayer's been had some moments. I think if we if we did like a line chart, almost like, you know, like the political line charts, like political uh, yep. favorability, if we did that, we would have seen Michael Mayer spiking in little spots to being the favorite. But uh, he has moved to a slight favorite in some books and has moved to a, uh, a fairly significant favorite at others. So, there's a lot of momentum there. Um, it's not a market that I will get into until we talk about it tomorrow because we're going to have a big conversation about what that market looks like and all the potential possibilities. I'll but tell you, not my I tight would, end one.
1: That's all I'll say. That's my spoiler for tomorrow. It's my little, my little tease. Right. Not my tight end one. But it,
0: but I will say this to tease tomorrow's show. The books have very much made this a two-horse race and they, are, they have staked their flag that it is one of two players. And We'll, we'll get into that when we
1: talk about this more tomorrow. Uh, there's a new favorite to be the first You've defined it as O lineman one. You were very specific in the way that you phrased this to me. Was well, that was that by design? No. Okay.
0: No, no. It's more so one. It's how it's categorized by okay, sportsbook, okay. but I but I think it's to make it clear so there's no weird guard tackle whatever Um Paris Johnson Jr. has overtaken Peter Skoronski for that top spot there. Not a surprise. Is, it's, it's 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 a it's a. It's if you, not if a you surprise. Have the,
1: if you have the arm length concerns with Peter Skronski and you think he's a guard, then it's really tough for him to be a top 12 player.
0: Well, put it this way. It's not a surprise based on the scouting that we've discussed. Because as you, as you know, per, uh, Peter Skronski is not the top offensive lineman on our board. And I think he's second or third. I have to go t- take a look at what the rankings were. But it's a surprise given other rankings around them. Like if you look right now at the odds to go number nine overall, which is currently spot occupied by the Bears, maybe the Steelers if they end up trading up, uh, and number ten to Philadelphia. You will notice that Peter Skaroski has higher odds to go to either of those teams than Paris Johnson does. Yet Paris Johnson has now the favorite to be the first offensive lineman off the board.
1: Okay, so
0: this this to me, there's a little bit of an incongruency there from the books of uh, that like we're not seeing Paris Johnson ranked above Skaroski for any of the teams in the back half of the top ten that'll be taking an offensive lineman but he's overtaking them in just the singular prop bet, a first offensive lineman to go. Uh, I'm of the mind that neither one of those players is the best offensive lineman in the draft. I would go with Broderick Jones to tackle out of Georgia. Uh, I think he is the best offensive player. Excuse me, offensive lineman in the class. But uh, this one is going to kind of go back and forth here a little bit, and I, I don't feel confident enough in either one of those players to really place a bet on it. I mean, like right now you're looking at even Skaroski's dropping to two is sitting at like plus one hundred, plus one hundred five. Like you're not getting a huge value there. Uh, if you want to take a long shot, I have a couple flyer bets on guys of like Brock Jones. Of course you do. Uh, on Darnell Wright, I, I've so, had some flyer bets on of him. Of course you have. Some. Um, I, and I still think there is a non-zero chance that either one of those players could be first off the board uh, at the offensive line position. But uh, it, it's going to be really interesting. I don't. I think this is one of those positions where I truly feel like there isn't. I don't have a great grasp on a where the first offensive lineman comes off the board and b who that is because the spot that we always talked about for so long, it was like that mock central, right? 11, 12, and like 13 mm-hmm. and 14. Right. And now we think there's a chance that the team at 11 is going to trade up for a quarterback. So that would take the Tennessee. Off I that got board. no clue
1: what team, the team at 13 is going to do, to be honest with you. I... Uh, so like, Now, so now 12 and
0: 13 are, you know, will the Texans do it? Maybe. Will the Jets do it? Maybe. Will the Patriots do it? Maybe. But like, I I think there's a lot of conversation. The books are convinced that at least one offensive lineman comes off the board in the top 10. I'm 50-50 on whether I think that happens.
1: I would like, and I'm not going to put this um, sports book on blast by name, but I am going to say that I'm looking at a sports book's uh, top five options to be the first offensive lineman drafted. Okay. Paris Johnson being the favorite, no problem. Then Peter Skoransky, then Darnell Wright, then Broderick Jones. Broderick Jones is plus okay. 900. Their fifth option, is Anton Harrison, at plus 10,000. What are we doing here? Him stealing I mean, you're just taking people's money. I mean, come on. Yeah, you, you, I, I mean, I mean, put the DeW- a- if you just if you put the Jones there, or you put like John Michael yeah. Schmitz, maybe Michael like Schmitz like or- I, I'm interested. But Anton Harrison, like no offense to Anton, but we there's a, there are better names we could yeah. put here. You're just stealing people's exactly. money. You're just you're literally just being like the people of Oklahoma. Please give us your money. That's what you're yes. doing there.
0: I like Anton Harrison plenty, but he's right. not going to go in the first round.
1: Okay, Jamie, we... if he uh, does,
0: he would maybe the last pick of the first round. Like he's not going in the top thirty.
1: Uh, we have filibustered long enough here with some odds-related things. We have to get to this NFC West win totals, and I'm not really – I'll be honest with the listeners, I'm not looking forward to this because there are some teams that are putting on their their, their best tank efforts here in this division uh, for 2023. Uh, we will start with you trying to predict and handicap these. Ugh. The Arizona Cardinals. Five and a half. That's exactly what it is for the Arizona Cardinals. Five and a half. They They suck. Uh, also, all of these uh, numbers, courtesy of our friends over at Ben online. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. seven and a half. that's exactly what they have for the Los Angeles Rams. you're two for two. Are we really gonna think that those two teams are two wins apart? I think well that's gonna be a fun little exercise as we go through this. They're, they both suck. The Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> eight and a half okay so you're three for three and so i think you're cheating here wow I, i'm 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 of the belief now that to close out this this you're cheating so let's see i'm not actually cheating i think you, i think this you might you might have four for four you might have done some pre pre uh pre-show scout didn't the san francisco 49ers keep in mind though this is the last one we have did so i've kind of getting a gauge for how they do- sure but you've never done this ever and it's the last one so you can see my, 11 and my- half. 11 and a half it's 11 sorry so you were close. oh You're so close. close so close to the perfect uh, so five and a half uh, for the cardinals seven and a half for the rams eight and a half for the seahawks 11 for the 49ers um my immediate thoughts are th- this is how i would stack the division like if you if you said stack the divisions based on talent this is in how order stack. yeah this yeah, is how yeah. i would do it right i have no issue my there. initial thought
0: is i think seattle might be a little little low san francisco um, might be too and- high they probably are but this I know that not they great. could
1: take the two of us and put us put the quarterback helmet on us and find yeah, a way Yeah they did to win. they took Brock Purdy and and a, now, listen Brock's a nice uh, a nice young man got way more skills than the two of us do They could take us and find a way to win you know 8 or 9 games but I don't know man I'm just well, they're gonna, I'm going to get Aaron Rodgers You you say that as if you think it's going to hurt me I don't really just as long as it creates some finality to the situation I don't care at this point That's right. Trey Lance the Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, QB battle we've what all did you, been waiting for. What did you for. make of that? What, before we before we get into these win totals, because that's a story that we didn't talk about that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess because it's,
0: it's information that has been rumored for a little bit. Like, yeah, we know teams have called about Trey Lance. Um, again, calling about and making calls with – or making calls – I should say this. Teams calling you is different than you calling teams. That's correct. But um, I, I don't know if – I'm sure the Niners would probably like to recoup something, but I, I feel like they're also not in a situation where they can do that yet because they don't know how healthy Brock Purdy is going to be.
1: Sam Darnold's season, I think,
0: baby. I, I think Sam Darnold's their week one starter, but I do think they have to at least give themselves a potential option because Sam Darnold doesn't exactly ha- – is not the pillar of health
1: either. If you, you remember, like,
0: he missed three games a year for the Jets for his entire
1: career. You think if Trey Lance is still on the roster for the 49ers that Sam will be the week one starter? Yes. Hmm. Okay, I I would disagree with you there. I mean they they gave the they gave the job to Trey last year, right? So to me, if Trey's healthy and in the building, I think they're going to give him every opportunity until Brock comes back. But we'll see. We'll not see if he's healthy yet. We'll see if he's on the we'll team. See. We'll see if he's on the. You team. You know, what else right? is not healthy. That hairline. Did you see that photo? I didn't, but Mahomes. No,
0: okay, I didn't. We won't. We won't derail the podcast. But I, I would have you no, go. look What do you want, photo. What do you want me
1: to Google? What do you want me to type in the Google machine? I. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Trey Lance, Patrick Mahomes photo. Trey Lance. Patrick. I'm gonna do it
0: too and see if we, we get Mahomes. what we want.
1: And I used to, you, you. I used. To, uh, shows off. All right. So apologies if any if any noise plays here because I'm clicking on a link. Let's see what happens. Okay. Here's. I see the picture.
0: Yeah, their UCL, there's a UCLA player in the middle of them. Between All right, hold
1: them. on here, the picture's loading. Hold on, this is this is great for the.
0: This is this is yeah, this is great audio.
1: Well, I no, this is just a video. This is just a video of Trey throwing, and he's got a hat on, which he can't, which I I don't think okay. he can do during the game. I'm
0: I'm can I oh, send I you it. a hold link. on?
1: I got it. I got it. I got it. Reddit oh, Reddit always comes through. Never doubt Reddit. Never doubt him.
0: I think it's with Dante Moore, the five-star yeah, quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay,
1: so I'm I'm clicking on this tweet. It's just gotta load here. Hey, boy! You have what are you have.
0: What do you want? AOL? What is going on, Trey? My guy. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, it,
1: somebody did him dirty there. That's just a bad. No, that's it, not a. That's just a bad haircut. Like that's yeah, not. Yeah, somebody did him dirty. Like that's just he. He went to. He went to like a great clips and like yeah, well, they just messed it up. I guess. Guess who's not going to be sponsoring this episode? All right, you want to you, I could uh, supercuts?
0: Sports clips? I mean you want to just get uh, everybody I, in there? No. I mean it no, could be any of them. It's limiting potential income okay. opportunities, Chris. my
1: name less my Start sin- making them up. My sincerest apologies. Okay, we now need to dive into uh these win totals. And because I was too busy, uh filibustering there to try oh, to find didn't this even photo pull them up. I don't anymore. have the schedule for the 49ers. Well, while really you're doing available? that, I'll, I'll
0: tell the I'll tell the people about the new bets that I've got um, since the last time we've talked. And then uh, by the way, tomorrow, I guess today, uh i guess tonight i should say happy hour uh inside the tdm premium discord why that's important for you the listener is i am going to put all of my up-to-date current bets into the happy hour channel for for discussion so uh i think that'll be a little fun but uh the the new bets that i put in today plural as chris i got my free bet that i used on cj stroud uh going number six to the lions remember we we teased this a little bit yep a twenty to one. I just it was a ten dollar free bet, so I just threw that in there. Oh,
1: when you're um, when you're uh, when you're a rewards member and you, you're the highest status because you bet so much with them, they just give you free. Bets no, that's just because for fun. Of, no,
0: that's because I did a, the Dinger Tuesday thing on FanDuel and I, I picked everybody, but the guys that actually hit the home run, but I got ten dollars free bets. But that's not the point. Uh, I also uh, put a little dinero down on the Minnesota Vikings to draft Will Levis. Put some more money. I bet another fifty bucks on that at twenty five to one.
1: You're just you're a menace to society. I think, that could, think it might happen. Okay, I also
0: uh, threw five bucks on the Giants to take a quarterback with their first pick, just for funsies, in just case, in case they do. In, take in case and they hooker. do take
1: Haddon Hooker, yeah,
0: all right, a hundred to one. Fair enough, fair enough. Just for funsies. <clears throat>
1: all right, I have. forty nine ers. I have the schedule open for the forty nine ers. Here is the road schedule. Here is where the uh, San Francisco forty nine ers will be traveling this season to play football. Okay, at Washington, at Pittsburgh, at Arizona, at Cleveland, at the Rams, at the Eagles. At the Seahawks, at the Jags, at the Vikings.
0: I think six and three is doable. I
1: mean, Washington, Pittsburgh, and Arizona, I like. I like them to win at least one against the Rams, and I think they can beat Minnesota. So, I mean, that gets me to five pretty quickly, right? Yeah. So, give them them one of the other ones. Like, I think they could beat Cleveland. And
0: and I guess in this case, schedule could really matter, given the quarterback situation. Uh, Yes, 100%. 100%. I mean, the order of the schedule, I should say, could really matter. But okay. Uh,
1: okay. Here's their home schedule. You know the three that I'm going to begin with: Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks. Uh, yep. And then they host the Cowboys, the Giants, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Bucks. Yeah, I, I got twelve. I got twelve wins for this team. I feel twelve pretty good. Like I, I think uh, looking at their home schedule, they're going to be favored in every division game, assuming quarterback health. I mean, and I know that's a terrible. I don't. I, I don't honestly. I don't think it matters. Uh, well, right, because whatever whoever quarterback they'll bring in, they'll start playing well with him, and then Vegas yeah, will favor like, him anyway. Uh, but I, I do think Seattle and
0: San Francisco are closer than the two and a half games that that they're getting here. Not necessarily in final record, but more and so talent. like in the talent level. So, yeah, I, I do think there's a chance that if they have bad quarterback play at Seattle, they could not be favored. But. They're hot. They're going to be favored in a minimum of five of six. It's
1: not I, all six. Games. I think they're. Fa- I think they're favored in all three division games at home. They're favored against the Cowboys. They're certainly favored against the Giants, Ravens. Yep. Who knows? But I certainly think they would. I be think favored. they're
0: favored. Lamar or not in that game.
1: The Bengals. I don't know if they're going to be favored. I don't know. That's going to be close, but let's say not. Let's just um, say not for the... the like, certainly favorite at home against Tampa Bay. Like, it's not even a question. Yeah. So
0: it favorite at home against Tampa Bay if Tom Brady was still
1: playing. Right. Five of six, if not all six. And again, I think a lot of the road games they'll be favored in as well. So I can understand yeah, why.
0: I, yeah. Uh, I, got, I got 12. I like this. 11 uh, a little high for me, um, especially now that you literally have to get to 12 to make any money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You only need to get 10 to lose money, but like... There's still a fundamental issue that I'm going to have. a bet I I I like the over, but I'm not going to bet a double-digit over on a team
1: that doesn't have a quarterback. You just can't do it. Well, no, they have three quarterbacks. Can't do it, Jamie. They have three. Sam Darnold, Trey Lance. Yeah, Brock one's Brady. got, got no
0: three. arm, one's got no leg, and the other one is Sam Darnold.
1: You could have just said one has uh, no arm, one has no leg, and I didn't know. I we don't know who you'd be referencing of those three quarterbacks. So we we wouldn't know. Um, okay, we move to the Seattle Seahawks. Eight and eight and a half is the number that we have to get to here. Here's the here's the road schedule for the Seahawks: at Cincinnati, at Arizona, mm. at Baltimore, at Dallas, at the Rams, at the Giants, at San Francisco, at Detroit, at Tennessee. This is Ooh, tough. That's that's,
0: that's a tough. tough schedule. I got I got three and six in
1: that. Cin- s- s- three mm. and six. They got nine. Yeah. They, so they get nine based on that math there. Oh, did don't I'm they just, have nine? I'm just saying road games. So that means they, well, there's 17 games. So some years, the team's going to have nine home games yeah. instead of nine road games. So they got nine. Yeah, I know, but don't okay. they have nine road games? I'm, sure? ch- I'm checking. One, two, three, four, five. They have nine. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Uh, since, so then
0: what was the that was so yes so three and six three I don't six, understand what
1: the three and six didn't work in my head because I was using eight okay, as yeah. the number that was what okay okay I was saying, like I, brand, I don't know which one tell like, you, like, like, you that's, I'm that's, like you just added an extra game and I'm like oh no there's seventeen no. games so it could be an extra road game um, yeah by the yeah, way
0: that that the uh, San Francisco has got nine road games too
1: so San, at San Francisco is going to be tough at Baltimore is going to be tough at Cincinnati is going to be tough I mean at Dallas ain't going to be a cakewalk. No, um, it's not a cakewalk. The Giants, I think the Giants match up schematically to give them That's a fits. 50-50 game. I think Dable and Company and Wink Martin they'll give them some trouble. I'm giving that a loss. That's Uh-oh. the that's the game I'm giving you to the home what? team. I, I hadn't considered the Geno Smith MetLife Revenge game. I had not considered that. Stop fit. it. You gotta make you gotta factor that into your to your assumptions. You mean you mean the uh you mean the Anthony Richardson revenge game? Oh, no. Don't do this. Uh, at, and then at no, the, no, I don't know. At Detroit and at Tennessee think they're at the taking end of the season, season. Like, I, I think they, they'll do well in Tennessee. Yeah. Detroit's probably a coin flip. but
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to go with the home team. And I think Detroit uh, Detroit's when – two teams are just as talented or just as well coached. You default to
1: the home team. You default there. And
0: for this exercise, I'm going to default to the home Correct. team.
1: Correct. Uh, here are the home games for the Seattle Seahawks. The Washington Commanders. The Arizona Cardinals, the Los Angeles Rams, the San Francisco 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Carolina Panthers.
0: That's where yeah. I mean, I, they can go six and two at home. I
1: mean, they're gonna you certainly don't think you're gonna pick them against the 49ers and the Eagles, but you're gonna like their chances in every other one of those every games. Every other right? game, I think they can win they can win. Washington, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Browns, the Steelers, the Panthers. Like you feel pretty good about them. This yeah, might I think be they're a better over. team. This is an over. Well, that gets me to nine. Yeah, I like this one. I don't know if I'm going to run and go so, bet it. but uh, I,
0: It's probably a stay away from me. I'll be honest with you. But it's right on the number. Do you know why? Just because it's like... Uh, and Because it's... Remember like the whole meme? Or it's not a meme. It's like a tweet about like the Seahawks can never play a normal game. Um, oh, I know it's a normal game in prime time. But it's just like... I can I can weave my way to nine games here. But they're going to somehow win eight or nine games in a, in a way that makes no sense. They're going to beat somebody they shouldn't beat. They're going to lose to somebody they shouldn't lose to. Uh, but... If I had to bet one way, I'd bet the over. But this is probably a stay away from me.
1: Uh, we move to the Los Angeles Rams. Um, this
0: one I think I'm gonna like. This one I think I'm I might bet on.
1: Well, I don't. I think you're going to be betting the under, but we'll see. Yes, see if that's what you. So mean. do I. That's I think year. I'll be
0: betting the under as well. But let's uh, let's take a look.
1: Here's the schedule. Here is the road schedule for the 2023 Los Angeles Rams. At Cincinnati, at Arizona. When- <laughs> At Baltimore,
0: the Zach Taylor uh, revenge game.
1: At Dallas. All right,
0: start. Wait, start over again. So start over after Arizona.
1: Sorry. At Cincinnati, Let's at two. Arizona, at Baltimore, at Dallas. One and three. Okay, there you go. I helped you out. You should have just said that. At New York, at San Francisco. Which one? The Giants, but I don't. Giants. I don't know if it would really matter. At San That's Francisco, true. at Seattle, at Green Bay, at Indianapolis. Three, three. I'm, I got two. Three. I think, I think there's
0: three winnable games, I but think I think the, I got
1: two. The the three that I think you'd give them that you feel good about is Indy, Green Bay, and Arizona, right? Those are the three that you'd be like, ah, I can I can get there, I can math my way uh, there. Yeah,
0: I'm not ready to give them Green Bay.
1: No, especially no, I, if that's I, late in the year, I wasn't I wasn't like absolutely giving it to them. I'm just saying if I had to pick three games that I feel like I could pick them, those are the only three I feel comfortable doing H- so.
0: Here are here are my principal concerns with the Rams. Um. A, I don't believe that Matthew Stafford is going to be as healthy as they tell us. And whenever people start talking about the R word,
1: scares me. The defense is in shambles. Retire is the R word that you're referencing here. I just want to make it yes. clear.
0: Yes. Yes. Or you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of R words in the world, but the retire is the one I was looking for. Defense is in shambles. Uh, I, I don't trust it. Don't trust them.
1: So you got the two. I got to potentially three, but I agree with you with two, which means you need to find six home wins to be able to make this work, Jamie. Here you go. Sorry. right, they're going to have to go six and two at home. Here's the home schedule. Was- I don't think they're going to do that. Washington, Arizona, San Francisco, Seattle, Philadelphia, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, New Orleans. They're not getting there under. I
0: I, I could squint and find three.
1: Okay, so you, you maybe
0: so you you did a lot of legwork to get the five. I did a lot of legwork to get to six as like my absolute like max. I feel like five is is fair. So this is actually uh, as I thought. I like this one. I like taking the under here.
1: We have one more. I team. assume the
0: under is juiced as well.
1: Um, allow me to produce the show here. The Los Angeles Rams are the under minus one forty.
0: Yeah, but I like the under here.
1: One more team. I don't to see go. this team getting eight wins. The Jonathan Gannon, Monty Austin Ford era in Arizona's beginning. I don't know how many games we want to assume that Kyler Murray is going to participate in for this team. Because I think that's going to impact. I would say,
0: I would it, assume six to seven. Well, it's gonna,
1: it, that, that's going to impact this. A hundred percent.
0: Well, he's not playing week one. I don't think. He, I don't think he's playing in September. And he's probably, we do this every year where it's like, oh, he's looking good. And then it's like, oh, and then it's like October 15th by the time these guys come back. No, I I think he's missing at minimum half the season.
1: Okay. So here's the road schedule for the Cardinals. At Washington, at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, at the Rams, at the Eagles, at the 49ers, at the Seahawks, at the Bears, at the Texans. Two and seven. Are you giving them the Jonathan Gannon revenge game at Philadelphia? Yeah,
0: that's, that's the last one I'm giving one, them. That's one of the two. That's the one I'm giving, giving them. Him? Okay. And I don't feel great. About, I mean, I mean, they could lose all these games.
1: Uh, I mean, you certainly would think that they can beat Houston. I, like I, I am cert- of
0: the. Dude, I think Arizona is a worse football team than the Houston Texans. Oh, well,
1: I will right. not. I, I think the Arizona
0: Cardinals are the worst team in football.
1: Are you? Are you? If I. If they have Kyler Murray, I can't agree with that because then they have a starting caliber quarterback in the National no, no, no. Football League. For the amount of Kyler Murray they're gonna have this year. I then so I, I agree Half a year Kyle. Half a year, Kyler
0: Murray, half a year of replacement Espe- level quarterback.
1: Especially if DeAndre Hopkins and Buda Baker are not gonna be on this team in 2023.
0: And I'm assuming at least one of those guys are not. Like, what is on what is left on this roster?
1: This team might win like three games. Here's the whole this, this
0: team is in serious contention for the number one overall pick.
1: Here's the Home schedule. Okay. Uh, The Rams, the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Cowboys, the Giants, the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, I think think four Four is is max. I'm I'm going to take the under here, too. Yeah. I'll
0: take the under here, too. Again, and— I like both of these unders.
1: You know, if Kyler comes back earlier than we think, that that might change things a little bit. Um, Depends on when he comes back. Like, some of those teams are not beaten with Kyler, even. Like, correct. Correct. That home schedule is tough. They're not beating Cincinnati no matter who's on their team. And they've been a terrible home team. (laughs) New new year, new them, you know. New coach, you know. Yeah, I don't – I'm I'm, I'm out on this team. I'm out. I'm out. I'm completely out on this team.
0: Uh, This team is a number one. So right now, I'm just going to go off the cuff here, Chris. I'm going to – before we go to – That scares me.
1: That scares me greatly.
0: I just want to look at this – and we'll do a full show about this during the offseason particularly after the draft. But I just want to look at right now the win the Super Bowl market and see what what they have as they have their they have a clear bottom four right now in the betting market. And it is Arizona and Houston at the bottom tied at 150 to 1. And then right underneath them is the Colts and the Bucks at 125 to 1. So those are the four teams they are saying right now the odds to be the f- number one pick, the, the best odds are Houston, Arizona, Indianapolis, and Tampa Bay. I think the Cardinals have a worse roster than any of those four. Like, I, I – I, And I got to tell you, I'm – Colts be- are getting a new quarterback. I think Buccaneers are – the Buccaneers aren't going to be good, but I think their terribleness is getting overrated. I just think they're going to be a bad team, not a horrific team.
1: I need the Cardinals um, to get out of the top three. Because I don't need the months and months and months oh, of discourse. Happen. Top three? I need I, The months and months no. of discourse they of, need... should the Cardinals t- trade Kyler Murray? Should they Get take ready. It? I, I can't, man. I can't do it. Get ready. I, you man. know what? I'll boycott the show. I won't do it. You'll do I'm it by yourself. I'm telling you
0: this now. Unless the NFL decides to institute a draft lottery, they ain't getting out of the top three.
1: I don't see it. Great. Which means we're going to be talking about Caleb Williams and Drake May next year for the Cardinals.
0: Hey, but you know what? It's exciting because that means another team is going to trade up. That's what I
1: think will happen. Well, no, but, yeah, but if, but if everyone tries to convince you that they should trade Kyler, no, they're not. They're oh, well, just... oh,
0: sure. I mean, look, uh, look, the, the, the we had the discourse this year. Should the Bears trade? And uh, Kyler has done more in the NFL. Kyler got a $230 million
1: contract, and we're trying to trade him. I know.
0: As I say, Kyler did more in the NFL so far. Than Justin Fields, yet we already had the should the Bears trade Justin that's, Fields yeah, for Bryce yeah. Young thing that, that started. That, yeah, that's fair. So enough. of course it's going to happen. That,
1: that's fair enough. With Arizona, that's fair enough. Um, okay, takes on takes. We start with a food take. That's okay. from Dolphins craze. Take the little ketchup packets that you have to open and squeeze out are not worth your time. Correct. This is a great take, and and, and, not, and I would like to add to this. Also, take. not
0: it's also not the best way to enjoy that condiment, in my opinion. You know, like how in soft drinks there's a Slightly different flavor and feeling, whether you're drinking it out of a glass, drinking it out of a can, or drinking it out of plastic. Same thing happens with condiments. And packets are the last on the list for me in terms of how I would choose to enjoy a particular condiment.
1: Right. So I have a couple of issues with, with the idea of a ketchup packet as, as a whole, right? I am yeah. firmly entrenched in the warm ketchup is gross. And ketchup, ketchup needs to be stored in a fridge, that, I agree with you, and so I need ketchup. That's scary. Directly like out of the fridge, days. cold. Right now, yeah. I will concede that when I go to a restaurant and they have the bottle on the table, that's it. I got to use it. I got. I got to work in my surroundings. Right, so I understand, and yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to yeah. get a, you know a fr- cold, fresh, and overcome a, a cold fresh yeah. bottle of ketchup dropped off to my table. Okay, and I, I don't complain like yeah. that, but ketchup packets, dude. If you get if you if you're eating french fries or chicken fingers and you got greasy hands and then you can't get the packet open and then you gotta bite it like it, and then it gets it, it spills all over the place. It's just bad. It's just not very good. There,
0: there's only the only things that are worth fighting that hard for in the food world is seafood. There's only things that I, I'm willing to start prying and ripping right. and tearing right. and all this other stuff is crab legs, lobster mussels clams I mean, i'll eat like a wing sort of if it's
1: thing. messy but like i for a ketchup packet yeah but, yeah, but, yeah but where i'm gonna get two oh, squ- i'm gonna about, get two scores of ketchup out of the thing
0: but here's why the wing doesn't count because the the wing the the meat is on the outside you have to navigate the bone within but the, it's not like i'm gonna eat the ketchup the ketchup's not outside the packet.
1: that's fair that's the fair. meat is outside the bone in a that, chicken that's fair that's fair
0: like if you really want a galaxy brain it like it's it's just like eating a, a bone-in steak but just very small just got to eat around.
1: Um, am, I, am I reading your take about Max Scherzer being a bigger cheater than Debing. No, 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 that You're was literally me? just a troll You're you. trolling and me, and me in the funnier. takes on take,
0: chat? It was, it was funnier yesterday.
1: It was funnier yesterday, but I'm just seeing it now because I didn't see it in real time. You're just trolling me oh, in the chat. I was hoping okay. you saw that. Yeah, uh, This take from Alex, take wrestling has the only undisputed best game of the series with Here Comes the Pain. I appreciate the support no. that Here Comes the Pain got. So here's the thing. Here Comes the Pain is awesome. You're going to hit me with this No Mercy crap. It's
0: not alone at the top. I think it is. WWF No Mercy on the N64 is a better game than Here Comes the Pain. The career mode on Here Comes the Pain was excellent. and So it is on No Mercy as well. I disagree. Elite. Both games are S-tier for those people who do that. They're both S-tier games. So my take is not that I don't love Here Comes the Pain. It's that it's not alone at the top.
1: Uh, take from Nut: with Bryce Young and Will Anderson going one and two and three of the top four quarterbacks still on the board. Arizona will have a tough time getting what they want in a trade down.
0: I I normally would say yes, but I do think that there is a surprising even for me amount of love for Will Levis. And I think we all know that Indianapolis at four has been enamored with him for a while. I think there are teams that are going to be willing to trade up to get in front of the Colts. So So there's, so I I actually sell this take them in the sense of they might not get what they've been asking this whole time because they've quite frankly, probably that overplayed their hand, but I still expect them to trade that pick and somebody else to come up and take a quarterback there.
1: Yeah. Arizona will have a a hard time getting what they want. What they should want is just more draft picks. And so they should be able to, they should be able to do that pretty easily. They should be able to get more draft picks. Um, you know, and I think it, teams will
0: get antsy as
1: we get right. closer
0: to draft day. Deadlines well. for our action. So,
1: Deadlines for our action, man. We yeah. About all so time.
0: while while they might not get what they've initially asked for, uh, quite frankly, if they lowered their price a little bit, they could have just traded that pick to Carolina two months ago. Um, but I do think that they will end up being able to move that pick, getting multiple first round picks, and they they will get a solid trade package for it, even if it's not the utopian
1: scenario they were probably hoping um two more dolphin's craze uh, adds and says take the J- that Jamie intended on the will will or wilson bit i did you did you did post a screenshot that 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 was what a you screenshot account-
0: from Seven hours before yeah. we recorded the podcast yeah. of me doing the exact bit in a different Discord, right? So which, which I didn't. see. I did intend to do it, which I didn't yeah. see. Which you would know why, that,
1: which is why I now was like, Which is why I was like, "No, he clearly just tried to save himself." Nope. But there, there is the proof. He put the he screenshotted it. It's in there for you. Yep. Um, it's in there. Right. I'm take, stamped this take from Braden to close us out here, and this is this is an interesting okay. one. This is not draft related probably not betting odds on this right now but if there were odds that stefan Diggs doesn't finish his contract and wants out because he's frustrated with lack of playoff success i would bet that he gets traded within the next two or three years he'll do the whole social media scrub of buffalo from his accounts Ooh, it does doesn't it kind of sort of
0: feel like there's some unrest with stefan diggs in buffalo like i don't think anything has been officially reported maybe but this does kind of feel i know he's not going to he didn't show up to voluntary workouts or whatever but like he's a veteran and those guys will get out of anything they possibly can when it comes to to workouts or or in or non-volunt or non-mandatory activities but I, i i don't know if i want to say like lack of playoff success necessarily is is the reason um because it's tough to force your way out when you're making the playoffs and having a lack of playoffs. just because it's like, how do you know which? Unless you're going to Kansas City, how do you know which team's gonna? Chris, you did a wow. On uh,
1: I just saw a story that is totally not football related, but I want to get your thoughts. It's kind of oh. a take. Okay, McDonald's. Just... Okay, go ahead. Go oh. ahead. Go ahead. It's McDonald's related. But oh no. I wanna... Oh,
0: I know what this McDonald's thing is, but we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but yeah, so so no, my, my take is, uh, I actually think this is not a bad take. I, I do. I could. I can easily foresee a scenario where this happens, but I also can see them
1: kissing and making up to. Um, I, I would agree that there's, there's something that feels off about the, about what's going yeah. on in Buffalo. And it, you it can understand, a you, you can understand it. It's a couple of years of kind of like heartbreaking ways to get knocked out of the playoffs. Yeah. And they've got the quarterback, they've got the infrastructure around him. Everybody feels like they've got a great head coach. They just haven't done the thing that everyone expects them to do, which is make it to the Super Bowl. And so after a while, as great as things can go in the regular season and as great as your statistics, your statistics can be and as great as things can, can work out for you, at the end of the day, you want to win a championship. And so correct. I can understand and getting frustrated after a while.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. Have they even made an AFC championship game?
1: Have they even made an AFC championship game? What was the What was the Chiefs' overtime game?
0: I thought, the, that was, the coin flip. I thought that was. I thought that was divisional round. Wasn't right, the Chiefs? Wasn't that the year before? The, that wasn't that the year the Chiefs play the Bengals?
1: Um, I think you are correct. I'm oh, going to just double check so we don't sound like a bunch of idiots. So just give me a second here, because I'm pulling up the Pro Football Reference, which is going to tell me. So here's what: yeah. uh, lost divisional round, divisional round, conference uh, lost in 2020. They lost in the conference championship. They lost to Kansas City okay. the first time. The yeah, first yeah, the time, first, the first, time 38, 24. Yeah. But like, but,
0: but wasn't twenty twenty one? that did they miss the playoffs? Like, which was the or was it 2019? Uh, no, twenty nineteen? Where, where was the?
1: They had that weird gap. So twenty eighteen, they missed the playoffs. They so they went nine and seven. McDermott's okay. first year and lost in the wild card round. They then went six and ten in twenty eighteen and then they've made the playoffs yep. east of the last four years. Sense. Okay. And they've gone lost wild card, lost conference, and then lost in the division around each of the last two years. And so yes, yeah. it's great the that one over, conference championship it's game. great over the last four years that you can be um, um, the math is thirteen and eleven is 24, 37 uh, forty seven. You can have forty seven wins over the last four seasons yeah. in the regular season. But guess what? At the end of the day, you gotta get to the Super Bowl and you haven't even gotten right. there. And, and this is a really good example of expectations change quickly, right?
0: Um, you know, seven years ago, this would have been utopia yeah, but, for Bills. But thing. you
1: get a quarterback, a unicorn like Josh Allen, it, it changes. Agreed. The I'm Overton not saying the expectations are. a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not saying that the expectations are incorrect to have changed. I'm just saying it shows you how quickly they changed, of like now, especially given where they are. And I said this all year long in our staff meetings and in our previous podcasts that. Anything less than a Super Bowl win was a a loss for Buffalo. It was a lost season for Buffalo, and they didn't even get to the conference championship. McDonald's is offering the Big Mac sauce individually in in packets. Yeah, who cares? Big Mac sauce is garbage. Big Mac not only is Big Mac sauce garbage, but big the Big Mac is the worst.
1: Main fast food burger out there. So fifteen, fifteen minutes ago on this podcast, I got grilled for calling out great clips and talking about losing sponsors. You just completely yeah. ethered. I just came, I just called one person giving a rogue haircut. You called out an entire fast food organization and said the Big Mac the no. most overrated fast food item of all time. Yeah, I love a lot of things at McDonald's. It's just not not the Big Mac. Big Macs are garbage. Right, but the bread to meat
0: ratio is all off. But they're going to make the all push off. for the
1: Big Mac sauce. And so if you're going to say the Big Mac isn't good and the sauce is overrated, we're not going to get – Big Mac
0: sauce is terrible. Secret sauce is garbage and people people pretend right. that they like it.
1: All right. Can we can we close the show with a very quick top five list of top five fast food sauces?
0: Ooh, oh, okay. I'm putting, um, I'm not, I'll am I'm be honest with you, Chris. I'm not a big sauce guy. Gain sauce number one. Well, you're, you
1: also have a weird thing with like hot drinks. So your food takes are a little weird sometimes. Yeah, they yeah, they are. Not as weird as yours, but they're a little weird. Cane's sauce number one for me. Putting it on the list, making top five. Fine.
0: I mean, Ch- Chick Fil A's Polynesian sauce is should be on that.
1: So I'm gonna put just straight Chick Fil A sauce. But sure, I uh, there's so many sauces from Chick Fil A that could be on. Yeah, the, the I say it ro- like yeah. The Honey Rice Barbecue's
0: I, Elite. Like, oh well, yeah, I mean, there's a they're almost yeah. all of them are just good. Get sauces from Chick Fil A.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, McDonald's also they also had
0: they had like a. I never did the Szechuan sauce oh, thing. Szechuan I sauce know, is Rick, good. Are you are you a Rick and, yeah, a Rick a Rick and Morty, Morty guy? guy I'm right? a Rick and Morty guy. So, so like, yes. but I, I I'm not. I don't have a I don't have like not like I don't like it. It's just I don't have a preference one way or the other. They they had a um, sauce
1: at one point that was for like their their um their chicken strips, that was really good. Uh, yeah, they probably
0: did because the, what, what was this called? Chicken selects. Well, they did have the. Chicken so they used selects. to have some good stuff. Like they also had like where, where's the what's what was the wrap called?
1: Um. I, the oh, the chicken i'm not trying to be a joke i'm not trying to be a jerk wasn't it just called the McRap? <sighs> was it really i i i i i don't i'm it, not trying to be that guy but let me see hold on i feel like it was snack wrap why why do i why is snack, snack wrap snack that's what it I was i got there we snack got snack wrap
0: yeah whatever whatever crack they put in that was phenomenal whatever whatever sauce they put in that was
1: yeah i mean i Oh, I mean, the, the rest of this list could just be Chick-fil-A sauces, now that I think about it. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, where else are we going to go here?
1: Yeah, just well, – okay, that's it. We're going to close We're We could job. do
0: generic sauces, but, like, in terms of fast food specific, like, yeah, there's only prob- a handful that
1: really have their own specific flavoring. You're and, probably and, just going Chick-fil-A, right? And just yeah, doing just it's going it to be like
0: Chick-fil-A and a bunch of others,
1: yeah. Um, okay, that's going to do it for us here. A little bit of a longer show. We've got uh, tight ends the conversation tomorrow. So the latest news and odds, how it impacts uh, the betting markets ahead of the 2023 NFL Draft. Uh, and then we are deciding. We are going to, de- we, we on this show are going to say who our tight end one is, who we think should be the first tight end off the board, what the betting markets say about who the first tight end off the board is going to be, and have that conversation. So a full uh, look into the tight end position uh, on tomorrow's show. And then next week in the lead up to the draft, we'll talk about some more positions. And then Jamie and I are going to do our predictive mock draft next week as well. So a lot of fun stuff here uh, on the show. You want to send in your takes to the show? You can do so uh, at Twitter. I'm at Chris Schubert underscore. He's at Jamie Eisner. If you're a member of the TDM Premium Discord, you can go ahead and look in the Takes on Takes channel and throw your takes in there uh, to um, facilitate some conversation for the show. We've also got the YouTube version of the show, uh, just the Draft Network on YouTube, uh, so you can see the video version if you are just a podcast-only listener. Hope everybody has a great rest of their Thursday. We will talk to you all tomorrow.